Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet to help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Thanks to Indeed for supporting Skim. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on your shortest list of qualified candidates using an online dashboard. Get started today at Indeed.com slash Skim. Greetings and welcome to Skim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And it's good to be back, everybody who can hear us. Uh, Everybody can hear us if they want to. That's right. It's the 1st of March and... um, Lousy smarch weather. Lousy smarch weather. It's been snowing today here all day. Yesterday it was up to 60 and it was warm. And we were walking <laughs> around and it was great. Took the baby to a, a... A petting zoo. A petting zoo for farm animals. Where a goat had some horrible growth. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there? It was pregnant. There was a rooster, didn't know what time it was. <laughs> Just all kinds of whacked out animals. They did feel like misfit animals a little bit think so you don't I think, think all when you go to a farm country they're all a little misfit because <laughs> they're all farm animals it's not your I zoo guess animals so. i guess so and they're not you know they're domesticated to helen back but they just seem so who's dopey helen, who's helen back helen back oh she was great <laughs> in her day there was no one like her uh but for real like they all seemed real stupid and ugly and kind of dirty and gross uh farm animals <laughs> Yeah, but are they always that bad? Every goat, like, so you know, goats are supposed to have little horns. Every goat had a horn twisted back and up, down, back through its head, like an ingrown hair. Farm animals. Why? These Why? are not zoo animals. These are not bred in captivity kind of animals. These are like our, we had friends that had one of these pygmy goats, and I remember they donated it to there. Oh, really? <laughs> they're just farm animals. Yeah, but they're I mean, all, they're all born weird. in captivity. What do you mean? They're all captivity. You mean not born in captivity? You mean born Some in the wild? Some of them aren't, though, as I'm saying. They, oh. they, they're just farm animals. It's not, Okay. you know, well, these goats your were the prize-winning kind of... zoo animals. <laughs> and the cow just looked wrong. <laughs> the, the udder was kind of bruisey looking, like it had Babe. a tumor in its udders. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. You it haven't just... been around many farms. 
I mean, I once in a while, Kim and I have this like little tiny notion that maybe one day we'd have a, a, some farm space and like get some animals we'd in. We'd homestead stuff. a little bit, have some chickens. And then you said one day you'd have goats. And I said, have you ever smelled a goat? And you I have said now. no. And so I realized you probably don't know what you're getting yourself into. But the other night I did, there was that, <laughs> there was that really cute ram, though, that walked over to the fence. And this little ram would put his head down, she or he, I don't know. And just let and just you let you pet its pet nose, its and it would it would it like really go cute. to sleep. Its eyes would shut, and he just sit there and chill. Van loved it. it. We got to take the grandbaby out. Just the two of us took him out um, for a little grandparent date, mm-hmm. and he was loving it. Yeah, he was digging all that stuff. So, he had never seen a lot of these animals mm-hmm. except in books, so it was fun. Yeah, we think he's going to be a dinosaur kid, though. You know how you know how boys are dinosaur kids. Some girls are too, but <laughs> you know girls are often ponies, right? They go the horse, girls go it's the horse unicorns. route. Unicorns and ponies. Sure. Well, as soon as they learn a unicorn's not real, they lean more toward ponies. My sisters well, were all into the ponies. So they had little fake. They had my little ponies. They had That's that. Why. They had that, but they also uh, had actual like lifelike models of, of horses all over but, the house. But there's bronies. Yeah, but those are people. I know. I'm just saying. There's oh, no. some guys that get into ponies. I don't too. know if that's still a thing like it used to be. Like in the early I don't know, two, that well, Bob's Burgers episode was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> probably like 09 through 2011 or something. I remember a lot of talk about bronies. And since then, I don't feel like I've Not heard much. Not so much. Maybe it's died down. Oh, I don't know. Have you ever known a furry, like a real life furry? No. There's a bunch Not in our community. No. I know some in our community, but I haven't met them. Or if cool. I have, they didn't say anything about their furryhood. Is that what you say? Their fur, furry hood? I, I'm not sure. But anyway, they're really into like, you know, go to the conventions, dress up like a fox, whatever it is. Cool. Back in the day, I thought that was a sex thing. <laughs> but I've been corrected many times <laughs> that it's not what it is. They're not just, I mean, maybe there's some of that I mean, in some corner a, somewhere. We've but. seen a group of people in our neighborhood on a Sunday afternoon doing their little jousting thing. What was that? Oh, you're talking about LARPing? LARPing. Yeah, but I don't yes. know if LARPers and, and furries are the same. They don't get along? I'm not that. Not I don't friends. mean there's gonna we're going to have a furry LARPer fight. <laughs> that would I be mean... funny. <laughs> Maybe we need to have one of those at one of our meetups. Because LARPers are only like a stone's throw from me playing D&D on Sunday night. Absolutely. It's not that different. I mean... No, you just dress up. We're role playing. Yes. So, so there's levels of it. There's the people who just play and go by the rules. There are the people like us who who play, go by the rules, and act out their characters. Yes. And then the next phase is you put on a bunch of styrofoam. To physically act out the character. Yep. Paint a trash can lid in and go a park, fight. In public. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I, something now about that. Now I understand. That, yeah. Something about that I kind <laughs> of admire because there, it takes guts. It takes chutzpah to do it. Huts, there you go. Chutzpah. You know that common chutzpah. phrase we use in our time. All right. I got a few emails. We got one that's carryover from last week from Jeff Sire again. Remember he had hey, two. Jeff. So I only let him do the one. <laughs> um, if you want to send your own emails in, it's super easy. In fact, by the time you get this episode, you should be able to go to frogpants.com slash skim. And right on the page will be the form you can just send. Very cool. I'm, a, I'm trying to make it easier for people. I don't have to remember an email address. I don't have to go put it in anywhere. You don't have to find another you don't contact have to write form. write it down. It's just going to be there. No extra clicks. Like you just go to the site. <laughs> there it is. If you're on your mobile phone, your desktop, it doesn't matter. Anyway, he says this. Hold on, I have to burp. Okay, why? He didn't say that. I'm saying that. (laughs) I had sushi tonight, and it's deciding to be... uh, Repeating on you? We're having a a rerun. (laughs) Scott and Kim, I believe the machine you are referring to is the leg press machine when he's talking about the upside-down squat machine. Your your legs hurting you. Yeah. 
It says, when I was at my strongest in powerlifting, I used to load that thing up with 12 45-pound plates on each side, and sometimes a buddy would even jump on top and ride on the sled as well. (laughs) I forgot to exhale once and held my breath. Instead, I took it all the way down, knees back up to my shoulders. Thankfully, I was not injured badly, but my rib cage made this sound like a zipper as if my rib popped. Ugh. Ew. It's like a zipper. Jeez Louises. It says, between the ribs, there are uh, uh, where the, they connect to the sternum and even a few pops in my back. The chiropractor and massage therapist said it wasn't bad, but just like cracking your knuckles. But it hurt even to breathe for days. Don't do that. Remember to exhale. Okay, the fact that he had to go to the chiropractor and massage therapist to find out that he didn't really hurt himself means he thought he really did. How do we feel about chiropractors? Where do you and I stand on those? I'm fine with that. I took our kids whenever they were little and they would readjust their back and every time. Do you think it's hokey, joking? crazy. No. You don't? You think it's for real? I do think it's for real. Are you going to start telling me the earth is flat and uh, other stuff? Oh, my. (laughs) You're going to get yourself in trouble. (laughs) I'm just saying, I've never quite... (laughs) We're going to get emails about that. I like that Jeff ends with, don't do that, remember to exhale. (laughs) Yeah, always remember to exhale. Waiting, what's Thank that you, movie? Jeff. There's a movie called Waiting to Exhale. Remember that? I remember that. Whatever that was. <laughs> All right, so here's the... It was a rom-com. Here's the deal. Uh, I'm not going to do that machine for a while because I really did mess something up. I'm hurting and see, still. I like that machine. I'm, I'm only doing what? What was I? 110? Right. But I'm lame but and old. I used to be in the point where I could do about 190 on the leg press machine. I've let my back muscles go a bit and now they're kind of a we mess. We need to work you up to that. I agree. So we're going to do a little more working up to it. <laughs> Going to the gym tomorrow, right? Yes. Right? Absolutely. Okay. And Tuesday. No. And when? Wait. We said three days a week. Whatever. We're going to figure it out. We're going to work it out. Uh, So thanks, Jeff, for the advice. Hey, real quick, before we get to the next email, you know, we're in the middle of this coronavirus uh, scare, you know? Yes. It's uh, freaking everybody out a little bit. It is. And the best part about it is there was a run, apparently, here in Salt Lake. We didn't go to... To, to deal with it directly, but the Costco's all around town are out of toilet paper and water. Yeah. Because people went, ooh, virus, I, I think, need to wipe my butt and drink. You know what? This is exactly what happens when there's a hurricane threat in the southern states. I remember that. You would go to the grocery store. As soon as they said, okay, this tropical storm might turn into a hurricane, shelves were emptied. The Walmart, right? Shelves were emptied of food. It was crazy. And I remember watching that as a kid. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, well, we have like a, a month's supply. I kind of keep a good storage room supply on food and Yeah, we're not preppers. We're not preppers by the most extreme definition, but Kim's always kept like a year's There's worth enough. of food. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even, I mean, yeah, a year's worth of wheat. Yeah, but I mean, if you know we what had I mean. to eat that, we're going to get real sick of wheat. But right. I do have enough probably for a couple weeks of pretty decent meals and toilet paper and lots of toothpaste and soap so mm-hmm. that we can stay clean, things like that. Yep, yep. Not, nothing too crazy. I mean, we have a cold storage room, which is a room that stays cold because it's under our porch. Mm-hmm. And it's cooler than the rest of the house. It has no windows, so it kind of keeps everything. That's where we keep the bodies because they keep. <laughs> it's where we keep all the Christmas decorations and camping gear, too. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> a refrigerator in the basement. So. It's our zombie apocalypse room. Yeah. <laughs> I love it in the the winter, or I hate it in the winter because it's freezing in there. So you yeah, gotta go it's get cement floors, you're, and you're like, cold. "Hey, I need you to go find a mystery can of spaghetti juice," <laughs> and I have to go into that place. And if f- I ask you for spaghetti juice, <laughs> question it. <laughs> <laughs> Time to put you in a home. 
But I'll go in there and fumble around for 10 hours and go, nope, that's the Christmas tree. Nope, that's a box of crackers. Nope, nope, nope. And then by the time I leave, I have frostbite. And I'm, it's, it's like call the wild in there. You probably should have a pair of shoes on. It's the, fine. The point is, it's not just my feet. It is really cold in there. In the summer, it's humid in there. It's really nice in there, actually. It's kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah, okay. but humid and wet. Like not, drippy. No, it's not. Yeah, it's drippy. No. Yeah. You're full of crap. There's drips. You're full of drips. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Kay. so I hope everybody is staying. Uh, uh, Stay keep safe. washing your hands. Wash and, your hands. Um, if you have, if you have fondled any goats at the petting zoo, <laughs> don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. <laughs> um, but be be careful out there. There was no. Oh, there's another fondling death. Fondling at the petting zoo. <laughs> no, I, well, I'm going to touch the. That's a fondle, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't have to be sexual or assault. Sorry, what were you going to say? Salty. What were you going to say? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What was I going to say? That we have another email. No, it wasn't that. Oh, they had another death. Oh, no. Yeah, in Washington State. That's two now. now. Yeah, you should probably stop laughing. There were two, and I think it's both in the same state. And then they got their first case confirmed in California. California. No, no, no. Sorry. New York got their first case confirmed. People stop traveling and stay indoors. I don't know. Yeah, we say that, but we're we're about to go to Vegas and be in all kinds of reckless. Don't touch your face. Don't touch any part of your body. All right. Uh, No fondling of any kind. J.K. Grammer, one of my favorite uh, members of the community, very nice guy, wrote in. Uh, His name's James Grammer. Mm -hmm. He sent us a card this year. Remember that? I know. It's very nice. nice. Super sweet. Anyway, Miracle Whip on the side is the subject, so this will be good. Hey, Scott and Kim. Posted the story in the Tadpole group on Facebook, but thought it might be a good story for Skim as well. This happened a few Fridays ago, and I thought it was pretty funny. I live just a few doors down from my parents, which is great, as I'm able to visit them every Sunday and hang out uh, out and everything. So, Friday, I went to visit them for Valentine's Day. So, this is a little older. Not too much. Uh, it's only a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He says, uh, where is it? Valentine's Day. Little... And bring them a little gift of candy and whatnot. Ooh, whatnot. <laughs> what do the parents get for that? Anyway, he says, also, their 51st anniversary was on Saturday. Good Lord. That's awesome. That's amazing, dude. 51 years. I Imagine that. Think we'll hit that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll die before For then. For sure. No. You don't think? No. I won't be dead? Stop it. <laughs> he says, uh, that's on the 15th. He says, so I texted my dad saying I was going to come by, and he texted me back asking if I had some Miracle Whip since they'd run out. I said, sure, and then proceeded to walk over to the house, the bottle of Miracle Whip in one hand and two gift bags, clearly for Valentine's Day in the other. Now I have an idea... I have no idea what my neighbors must have thought other than, well, he's certainly going to a party. <laughs> now every time I use Miracle Whip, I have this in my mind. Thanks. That's pretty great. That is great. Jar Miracle Whip and some Valentine's candies. Woo. Perfect opportunity to discuss Miracle Whip versus Monez, as your family would say. That's what my grandma used to call it. Kim says mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. So do I. But her family says Monez, her grandmother. Well, they're from the South. Monez. She said Monez, and do you have any ol? Do you have any ol or Monez? Or some oly Monez? <laughs> anyway, so how do you feel about the... I, I'll eat either one. I don't care. Put it on a sandwich. Um, Miracle Whip is sweet, though. And so it tastes very different when you put it in like a tuna salad or like an egg salad. like tangy or something. Isn't it tangy? Sweeter, mm. I think. That's my opinion. Mm. And so I think mayonnaise is a little bit salter, saltier. Salter. So it depends on what you like your food to taste like. All right. What if it's the same sandwich opportunity? Yeah. Okay. You lay it out. You got your meats and your whatnot there. I'm just going to put it out there. I like a salty sandwich, though. I don't like sweet. 
I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Unless it's like one of those weird turkey uh, dinner things with like cranberry on it or something. That might be all right. Yeah. Like a, yeah you can get away sauce. with it. And certain kind of mustards, but the lean sweet. I think it's sweet. just what you grew up eating. Yeah. I think that has a lot more to do with it, what you're used to. And if you grew up in a house that did only Miracle Whip, that's kind of where you land on it. Yeah. Reminds you of your childhood. Once in a while, I like mayonnaise. You know who hates it? And will we'll just like gag the minute he sees it. Who? Justin Robert Young. Really? He hates it so bad. Jury does not like the mayo. Nope. And I'll send him pictures of like a gif of somebody just, eating mayo with a spoon. Do just send him mustard every time? No, I just, you got to <laughs> annoy him with it now. So I do that and he always accuses me of hate speech. Public hate speech. Oh, because of mayo. Because of mayo. That's just sad. Uh, well done. Good job. Thank you, JK Grammar. How does this work? I don't know how to send this out of here. <laughs> Change labels. Mark is important. Print all. Mute. Snooze. Okay. I don't know how to get rid of it. So I won't. <laughs> Uh, I guess I could delete it, but that makes me feel sad. No, don't. No. Okay, I won't. Uh, we got one here from uh, Eric Mahler here, oh, salt, hi, Eric. salt Salt Laker. He's our Salt Laker. Yeah, we got to get down there and give him that thing. Anyway, Eric Mahler, he says from Skim episode forty-one. Hi, Scott and Kim. I was listening to the latest episode of Skim, and you guys were talking about how time is flying by, and it reminded me of something that somebody had said to me the other day. Quote: When you had kids, or when you have kids, the days are long, but the years are short. It rang very true for me, so I thought I'd share. Love the show. Hope you're all well, Eric. That is absolutely true, Eric. Is it though? Hold on. I feel like that is true. Your days feel long because you're like, oh, I got to get everything done, and they have to go to school, and they have to have dinner, and everything's got to be a square meal. All these things that make your day up feel like, is this ever going to end? But then the years go by because you're like, oh my gosh, how are you this age? I feel like... These kids have gotten a lot older since we first met him. Yeah, they totally have. They're adorable. They're super cute. But like going from... See, I feel like my days, weeks, months, and years are all too fast. Yes. Kids are otherwise. And I felt like when they were little even, everything went too fast. I think he's talking about when the kids are little and it's day-to-day stuff. I guess so. If they're like, all puking oh, or something. Like, oh, just get them to bed and now we can have time to ourselves. I remember feeling that way when they were really little. I mean, if one of them, you know, pooped in their high chair and the other one's vomiting in the back room. <laughs> it's going to feel like a very long day. One of them's getting humped by the cat. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a long day. I get that's it. That's not good. Yeah, I never been. Get humped. rid of the cat. Have you ever been humped by a cat? <laughs> no. See, if your cat's humping you, get rid of that. There's cat. a problem. <laughs> There's bigger. There are big problems afoot if your. But cat we love is... Eric. He dropped by some candy a couple of years ago that he made. I'm sorry, cookies and candies yeah. that he made at Christmas time. Yeah. For a couple of different years. We didn't see him this like year, but I think the reason we didn't and... see him is he was respecting my sugar mess. That was nice of him too. Yeah, that was nice. But he's awesome. I think I had some sugar today without knowing it. And his sister's an amazing artist, too. She is really like, good. Their whole family Their whole family's so talented artistic. as crap. Kids, everybody. Uh, I think I had some sugar today. You did? Accidentally? I or? didn't know there was sugar in uh, an Arnold Palmer. Hello, I thought, it's lemonade. I know, but I didn't know there was sugar in that. I thought it was just... If it didn't have sugar, it wouldn't lemon taste very good. <laughs> flavored iced tea unit. No. Well, apparently the Arnold Palmer Arizona brand that you get that's Arnold Palmer Zero is not artificial sweeteners. It's just no sugar. So it's a little tartar, but I want that. Isn't that what you have? No. The ones in the garage are Lipton something. Mm, Okay. So I want to get some of those. Since I I I think sodas, diet sodas messing me up. It's being weird. It's making my back hurt. It's giving you the Jimmy legs. It gives me the Jimmy legs. It does. I feel like my legs won't go to sleep at night. I hate it. And not. <laughs> I go to you sleep. You know what I mean? They feel like they're just going all the time. That's right now head. they're doing it, but less, and I haven't had soda for two days, so I think it's making a difference. I don't know, dude. What do I know? I don't know anything. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. 
and we'll be right back. All right. When you start your hiring process, no matter how big you are as a, as a company owner, even if you're small like me, you may, have, you may have many, many questions. All right. When you find good applicants to choose from, what about education? What about experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Well, Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your shortlist of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests or skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skill tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting, general aptitude tests like critical thinking, that sort of stuff. Big range. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at indeed.com skim and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's indeed.com skim. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. That's indeed.com skim. All right, another email. This one from Bear and Scylla Chavaria. Do you think I'm saying that right? Bear and... Bear looks easy. Celia. Celia Chavaria. Anyway. Scylla. Like Priscilla. Like Priscilla. Yeah. It's Scylla. Do you ever know a Priscilla? No. Not in my life. Not once. It's good to meet you. I don't know any Harveys. I don't know any Priscillas. I don't know any... um, Well, now you do. Dexters. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, can we buy Skim a Kitchen, says the subject. Let's find um, out what that means. What? Dear Scott and Kim, on TMS one morning, Scott shared a, a spark of Kim's brilliance that the two of you had a mini kitchen for filming. You could host... Uh, oh, I was talking about this on the show. Oh, yeah. You could host a cooking show together. Now that Nick has moved out, we thought perhaps you might convert that side of the basement to use for filming something delicious and heartwarming. We love this idea, and we'd be happy to donate thousands of dollars toward a small IKEA kitchen space. Oh. That was just, really uh, funny. Poor Bear and Silla are like, what? What? Yeah, slow what? down. I didn't say thousands. Uh, toward a small IKEA cooking space. If you're serious about making content with it, something along the lines of James May's food tree, tiny kitchen food IKEA building. Anyway, mm-hmm. what uh, or would you be interested? Uh, will you feed our hunger for content? Please let us know at your convenience. Until then, sending best and warm regards, Bear and Silla. Silla. I mean. We could call it the Baron Silla kitchen, uh, kitchen and have a, a little IKEA there kitchen set up for filming and make do go go it crazy with the filming. It will be a lot of fun. We'll have to look into All that. All right, we're thinking about okay. this. Okay, I like the idea because I really like to. I love to cook. Everyone knows this. I love to cook. I like to. Um, I don't use a lot of recipes, which you make your are own interesting stuff up. because I try to. I can usually smell it and go, "Ooh, I want this to taste." Yeah, but like if somebody this, says to you, you know? someone says, "Hey, Kim, you need to make a smothered beef burrito." You don't necessarily rush to some recipe. You go, all right, no. well, I know what I want from this. I know this. what I want it to taste like And already. you build a recipe. So it's a and lot if we of did fun something like to this, kind of throw things to together. More. Yeah, I would have to track more if we did a kitchen because people we, want the recipes. We will have room down on that side of the studio. It's true. We're going to have to look into that because now both kids' computer desks are out of there. One is going to be a small greenhouse for our summer garden. Where? In, in the room down there, although oh. I may not put it down there. Well, Which I don't would want to be, kind of be a cool background. You could put a black. You could put the plants behind the kitchen and use part of the. Can we do our own pot plants? No. Is that ele- Is that legal? Not yet. Here in Utah. Not yet. So you're telling me here in Utah that's not legal? I can't believe it. I can't just. I can't <laughs> believe it. 
we'll we can let have you know. Herbs growing down there in a little kitchen, which yeah. would be really fun. Herbs. Hey, that's uh, really sweet of you. That's really... very sweet. We'll we'll let you know. Maybe maybe there's something there. Like I I, I don't mind the idea. I kind of like the idea of a of a, a crowd funded sponsored well, space. The cool part you know? is the space could be used for the, a cooking thing and somewhere, but like the between the ferns kind of look um, of a like an interview space. Interview space yeah. down there. Didn't think about we doing talked that. about that. Finally, do something on be... YouTube worth watching. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I love oh, it. Jeez, hold on. For some reason, Siri thinks for. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sam says. Scott knows how to use this computer. Yeah, this is Sam. <laughs> Sam says hi, Scott and Kim. I absolutely adore your show. Oh, well, that's very that's nice. Very nice. Actually, I got this email today. It says today marks the one year anniversary of my son and I moving out on our own. It's been an extremely hard year. I didn't realize that leaving my husband would be uh, would mean I would lose so many others as well. One of the people who has stuck by me is my best friend, Dale. He will hate that I mention him. Uh, and so I shall, of course, mention him. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face. Anyway, he's gotten me through this year. Without him, I honestly don't know if I'd be here today. At one point, Dale suggested I listen to TMS, which I love. And once I heard Kim fill in for one week, I was just home. Something I desperately needed. Uh, I was excited to hear that the show, uh, that here, that that show wasn't going to be your last and that Skim was created. I'm not very good at words, so insert your own corny ending here. Oh. Thanks for the warmth, love, and laughter that you two bring. Is that corny enough, Sam? Oh, thank you, Sam. That is really sweet. Also, that is a lot of, that's a big life change, a lot of work. That's a lot of work. You're doing it right if you're still finding a way to be happy. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, and that's hard, and also your friend Dale sounds like a total stud. I assume it's a dude. I don't know, is it? He, did you say he? Yes. Okay, he. To him. Okay, yes. just making sure. It could be a Dale like Dale Evans. You know, remember her? Oh, she yeah. was a lady. That's right. Or a Dale uh, Chip and Dale. That you're calling him a girl. No, no. I'm, I'm saying I'm just making sure he isn't. <laughs> Not that it even matters. Not that it matters. But like Chip and Dale, you know, like the little cartoon uh, squirrels. Yeah. Chipmunks, whatever they are. Yeah. Are they ladies or little boys? I don't know. About, I don't know how to tell what a chipmunk <laughs> is. <laughs> are they ladies or little boys? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they are. That's hilarious. All well, right. Sam, we wish you all the luck in the world, especially with your son. That is a really cool adventure. It sounds like you've taken on. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I'm too, I'm super stoked for you. Um, all right, those are our emails. We love getting those. That's a huge part of the show, as it turns out over time. Uh, is that now? Here's a funny story that happened. I'd like to sort of finish on. Uh, Kim over here is often called upon by those who are throwing parties or having a good time, and they'll <laughs> say, "Hey, we need food," so Kim will handle the food. And sometimes it's not all the food. Sometimes it's just a portion of it. And that can be anything from bring a veggie tray to make the entire meal, right? Yeah, we're, going, we're talking about going from, uh, at different times I've fed up to, what, 500 people? 500 down people. to wedding parties. And then now, and we do a lot of family events. And by that, I mean 35 people still getting together. Right. This a is little all, bit of everything. This is all true. So, as a result, uh, my sister Misha was going to have a big dinner tonight. And she asked him to make the pork for Cafe Rio salads. For Cafe Rio salad, well, you don't know, know what Cafe that is. Rio. Cafe Rio is a Utah restaurant, but they have these really amazing sweet pork salads. That so you we put just together. we basically make a version of it that's just as good or better. Yeah, and then well, do a like big everybody. family get everybody together. Everybody says they make their you know their yeah. version of things. you make your own Big Mac or whatever you do. <laughs> Special sauce. Sure. <laughs> so we were gonna have this big get together. That means my mom coming all the way down from uh, from Orem and everybody else coming. It was gonna be a big bash. Well, a whole uh, a handful of people got the flu, 
in her household. No one wants to get them. Nobody flu. wants to catch it. Nobody wants to be around it. One thing you don't want in a coronavirus town is another <laughs> flu bug on top of it. Or to have, imagine having the flu and being in the throes of that like fevery nightmare. And then the coronavirus comes comes in and says, "Ooh, well, doors wide open." Are you expecting to get this? No, but I am. Virus I'm just... paranoid about okay. it a little bit. I don't want to get that sick. Anyway, so as a result, she's like, "Yeah, we better cancel." What she didn't know is that Kim puts the meat on like a day in advance, so she's got this so pork in there hour just before cooking. She even texted and said, "Hey, we're going to cancel this because people are sick and we don't want to get anyone sick." Right. I had already put 15 pounds of pork on to simmer in. Coca-Cola and green enchilada sauce with all these oh. seasoning in it. And it mm. sits for about 24 hours and just It's so hooks. good, you guys. I can't even tell you how good Until it, is. it gets to the point where you can just shred it up and yep. put it on anything. It could be a salad, a burrito, an enchilada, whatever. The only downside is everything made of any material in the house, <laughs> any textile material, yes. smells like every, sweet pork. Every possibly wet towel from any shower is now smells like sweet pork in the house. So today was a weird day because everything <laughs> smells like sweet pork. I put cologne on before we went out. So I smell like a combination of food and fake <laughs> smell. And then we go outside and it smelled like a fart because we're getting lake effect snow, which is from the, the Great Salt Lake, which sometimes blows this far south. Nothing smelled good today. Nothing smelled good. <laughs> it was a weird day that it's way. It's just a big air, air fart uh... outside. Anyway, the point of all that story was um, we we couldn't use it because the party didn't happen, so we decided to freeze it. And this is the part I wanted to get to. I didn't know you could take meat like that, shred it up, mix it, do all the flavor stuff. Put all the sauce on it. And then yep. put big old sealed bags in the freezer and call it good. I had no idea you could do that, and it would that it would keep, that it would be good still. Yeah. As long is as it because you use the sealer, or is it because it, could you have done it just with zips? You can do it with ziplocs, yes. You can do it with total just freezer bags, but the sealer gets all the air out, which means you're not going to have any freezer burn. Although in a week to two weeks, when we're going to actually have this dinner, it wouldn't do that by then anyway. One of my friends called them zippies the other day. Is that a thing? Are they from Europe? No. Oh, they're from zippies, California. <laughs> Yeah. Can I borrow a zippy? Yeah, they say, we just put it in a zippy and throw it in the fridge. I'm like, zippy? <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Maybe anyway, we'll start using that. So, but yes, but, we did seal so them. So Kim used this sealer thing that makes this like horrible sound. <laughs> it sounds like serious, like a farting hippo <laughs> in heat. I don't know what's going on. It's just a sealer, a food sealer. But then we're going to next week, if everyone's feeling better, we go we'll thaw it out, thaw it out and go for the, have the meal. And put it in the crock pot and let it slowly warm up and it'll be perfect. Stuff. Right. If... If we don't do that, let's say they cancel because more people are sick next week or something. Because we're gonna you know, make a lot of burritos. We're gonna make, bur- dude. We're gonna make the best burritos. <laughs> so I kind of hope it get it gets canceled because I want the burritos. No, don't hope for that. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's it's a lot. There's enough there for probably fifty people. That's more burritos than you could eat. Also, I got to shift stuff around if it's Sunday. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, Carter, cute. Uh, all right. So that's a, that's that story. That's that story. Um, that's, that's oh, what I made this Also, week. Oh. don't leave your sister-in-law's kimchi in the garage for two months. <laughs> we also had uh, Mardi Gras last week. Oh, yeah. We had Mardi Gras. Kim made uh, a monster-sized batch of jambalaya. Yeah. Her sister made the red beans and the rice. We had the... Uh, we you made a fake king cake. We didn't make king cakes this year because they're kind of a pain in the butt unless you get really behind it a day or so ahead. Yeah. 
Um, at so least they did make donut the holes dough. this year and then put all the, the, the... Yeah, we put all the color on there color and on some there. sprinkles. And we had some gold dusting going on and there. And you jammed a little black baby in one. Didn't it was awesome. Yeah. Who got the baby? I don't know. One of the kids, I think. Oh, lame. That's just a choking hazard at that point. <laughs> but yeah, we had a really... Depends on the age. <laughs> we had a great thing, except the somehow the leftovers disappeared. Um, Weird. No, you hmm. had some of them. Oh, did I? You ate it twice, and then I gave some away. Oh, did I? I didn't have twice. Yes, you did. I had maybe once, and I the was hoping of, for like a and week. And then lunch the next day. Whatever. I could eat your jambalaya every day for the rest of my life. I can life. make more jambalaya. I know. It that had nice. a lot of sausage else, in it this year. I made dinner for someone else twice. Did you notice how much sausage was in it this year? It was a lot. Yes. More than usual. Yes. Yeah. That was maybe too much of that. No. I like it, but it was like, holy crap. I like more veggies in there, honestly. All right, I'll make it's it. up to you. I'll make it more vegetable-y. Uh, so that was really good. And then, so this thing about this kimchi real quick. My sister-in-law makes her own kimchi. I thought kimchi, the whole point of it is that it is rotten by nature. It's fermenting. It's, you know, fermented cabbage. That's the whole thing. point of it. Mm-hmm. So I thought you could just keep it forever. We kept it in a cold garage, which is basically a refrigerator-ish. Mostly because... It makes the refrigerator smell like death. Yeah. And her stuff's like the legit real stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. So we did that and then kind of <laughs> forgot about it. And then I went out there and got it thinking, oh, sweet. I forgot. I got this kimchi. I'm going to bring kimchi in. And I'm going to have some grilled chicken well, and kimchi. It kind of warmed up last week. It did. And I think that was a problem. I opened it up <laughs> and it was covered in a blanket of snow. <laughs> but by snow, I mean <laughs> mold and whatever else. Oh, it was growing. And then I smelled it. Look, you were growing kimchi. And it was like, you know those movies where someone finds a body after seven days, like that scene in Seven where they find the glutton guy? You kind of hear the bloop, little yeah. bubbles in it and yeah. stuff. Oh. And I just went, oh, it's like a corpse. We're done. We can't do it. So I threw I it out. I find a good place to throw it out. I did. I wrapped it in plastic, wrapped it in plastic and I threw it in the trash can. Did you really yeah. wrap it? Good? You'd smell it if it wasn't. If a little bit leaked into yeah. the garbage can. Yeah. We're in trouble. You're all good. <laughs> Unless there was like a spike or a nail down there and I hit it. I don't know. Should be fine. Oh, and I left it in her Tupperware. I didn't dump it out. All right. And it's one of those throwaway times. We'll kinds. see. Although I she hope. keeps everything. So I hope that it's not a problem She's gonna out there. What, hap- what happened to my Tupperware I give you? <laughs> I, have a Korean, I have a Korean sister-in-law, so give me a break. She's awesome. She makes you kimchi. She makes me kimchi, except I didn't eat it this time. Don't tell her. Oh, is she going to hear this? I don't know. Don't tell her. No I like, one tell her. Her kimchi's great. I'm going to eat it on time next time. She doesn't have any preservatives or anything, right? Like, her stuff's like the real thing. It's the real deal. We, yeah. we screwed that up. All right. It's all good. I think that's it. I think that's all we have to talk about yep. today. Frogpants.com slash skim. Send us your messages. Send us your thoughts, feelings, comments, complaints, whatever it is. We don't care. <laughs> and if you've already sent us some and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to bother those Johnsons. I don't want to keep asking Are questions. No, me? you can send us more. Jeff Sire can send us a third message if he wants. I don't care. I like Jeff. If I didn't He's like Jeff so awesome. much, I'd tell him to F off, but I like him. <laughs> to Jeff off? To Jeff off. <laughs> <laughs> he always reminded me, because he's Canadian and loves motorcycle travel, he always reminded me of Neil Peart. Oh, nice. Who just passed away. Uh, the Canadian drummer from mm-hmm. Rush, mm-hmm. right? Who just died. and But he was this kind of quiet, strong dude who didn't really love the limelight but was just like sturdy you know like he just got the job done he loved big long rides with bikes instead of flying to the gig he would 
get on that thing and drive down to and California. And that's what Jeff did. Jeff would totally do that. So there's my. He you and Pierre would come that. down on the motorcycles and oh, yeah, I wonder how Pierre's the entire done. country. I haven't heard from from or around about Pierre in a long time. What's yeah. up, Pierre? What's up? Get your get your shit together. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, that's it. I think. Thank you very much, uh, honey. Any final words of wisdom for the crowd? No, we'll Nothing? see you next time. All right, don't eat the yellow snow. That's all I would say. <laughs> Bye. Ready for breakfast? Here's the table. Father, father, Bill and Mabel. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.